The weeks before and during the holiday season is a time when sweet and carby treats are everywhere. Do any of the following sound like you? Does seeing sweets spur cravings for you? Do you have a hard time avoiding eating carby treats, especially this time of year? And or does indulging in these treats throw you off track for days, weeks, or even months from your healthy eating efforts? If any of these describes you, then stay tuned because today we are going to talk about how to avoid overeating sweet and carby treats even when they're all around you and how to quiet carb cravings that are starting to get the better of you and how to get back on track when you've gone off-roading into carb land so that you can get through the holiday season with your health and your waistline intact. Welcome to episode 43 of Ask Dr. Emily a weekly podcast where we explore the what, the why, and the how of health issues from a holistic perspective. We'll talk about the signs and symptoms to look out for, the root causes of various health conditions, and the most effective and doable solutions for addressing them. Each episode will empower you with knowledge and inspire you towards achieving outstanding health naturally. Getting through the holidays with your health and waistline intact will be much more likely to happen if you set your intention now on how you're going to achieve that goal. Deciding ahead of time how you will approach the holidays will help you tremendously with the choices that you make for the coming weeks. And the path you choose to get there is entirely up to you. Here are three ways to approach the holidays to keep from straying too far afield. Number one, allow yourself to indulge in some treats, no matter what they are, but limit the quantity. Number two, buy ready-made or make your own healthier versions of tasty treats to enjoy during the holidays to help minimize the negative consequences to your health. And number three, Stay 100% on plan through the holidays to avoid triggering off-plan eating and binges and possible total derailment, thus maintaining all the health improvements you've made so far and coming out of the holiday season unscathed. How easy or difficult each of these paths will be for you and which one is right for you depends on several factors. So be aware of those factors. We're going to talk about those in a minute and choose your path accordingly. For example, carbs are addictive. For many people, carbs, especially in the form of flour products and sweeteners, are very addictive, and they can trigger wicked cravings and a total loss of control. If this is you, and you know that having even a small amount of carby treats will make you go 90 miles an hour off-road into the carb wilderness, indulging for days or weeks or even months to come, then avoiding paths number one and two and going for number three is the best way for you to keep from seriously going off plan and doing damage to your progress and your health. And we'll talk in just a minute about tips to make each of the paths more doable and manageable. Path, the, the second thing to consider is that you can make or buy your own, right, on path number two. If you know 
that there is simply no way that you can avoid having some carby treats during the holidays, but you're up for buying or making your own healthier versions, and this is key, you will be in environments that will be supportive of that, then go with path number two. Happily, there are lots of healthier options available to buy ready-made these days, such as Simple Mills brand, cookies, and baking mixes, and that makes option number two much more doable than ever before. And if you're into making your own goodies, even better, because you can control the ingredients completely. For if you're going to do that, then be sure to check out my recipe collection, dremilyfranklincom slash recipes, as several of my recipes are healthy redos of holiday classics, such as my best ever pumpkin pie, came out last week, delicious chocolate cake, rich and creamy chocolate mousse, and molasses spice cookies, to name a few. So check those out, and then you'll be armed with lots of tasty options to make and enjoy throughout the holiday season. But work with reality. For many people, the reality is that number one is the only feasible option for whatever reason. It might be because you just won't have the time, the energy, the desire, or the opportunity to make or even buy your own healthier goodies. Or because healthier options are too expensive or too difficult to make. Or the environments that you'll be in for much of the holiday season won't be supportive of path number two or path number three. Or it could be that you're fairly new to lower carb, nutrient-dense paleo eating, and you're just not cemented enough in those new habits yet for them to stick through the stresses of the holidays. Or if you look ahead, you have a feeling it's just too darn difficult for you to muscle through several weeks of either number two or number three. And yes, it's good for you to make some effort, but willpower is just like a muscle. And if you overtax it, it will get worn out and will fail you. So it's not a character flaw. This is just reality. And the holidays tend to be plenty taxing enough. So it's better to set reasonable, attainable goals and use your willpower to hit those rather than set unreasonably high expectations for yourself and then go completely off-road into the junk-carb hinterlands, possibly never to be seen in the low-carb healthy eating land again. Because addictive, junky, high-carb foods can do that to a person. So watch out. So it's perfectly okay to accept the reality that is yours for you right now and work with it. Choose path one and simply focus on limiting the quantity of off-plan foods that you indulge in through the holidays. Now, for those of you for whom carbs aren't necessarily so addictive, but the typical carby holiday treats contain ingredients that cause you enough damage that making that makes avoiding them necessary to maintain your good health, then path number one just will not work well for you. And you will need to go with path number two or three to avoid doing too much damage to your health. And speaking of damage, if either number two or number one is your chosen path, then be sure to have a plan to get right back on track with your healthy eating immediately after the holiday season ends and know that you will need some weeks or maybe even months of repair time afterwards to recover 
from those off-plan indulgences to get back to feeling as good as you did before the holidays began. A couple of very effective options for how to reset and heal after the holidays are over. Number one, follow my clean keto way of eating for anywhere from a few days to several weeks or months or for a lifetime. A cyclical keto, uh, clean keto lifestyle is my personal favorite. Number two, do my e-course, Dr. Emily's 10-Day Detox, once, several times, or even quarterly for a deeply healing and cleansing reset. At the start of the year is a great time to do either of these or both, one followed by the other. The uh, detox and then some days or weeks of clean keto or vice versa. For a powerful reset that will have you feeling amazing and starting your year off right. So, Next up is plan to succeed. After setting your intention and choosing your path, your next step is planning. Whichever path you've chosen, here are some steps to help improve your chances of success. Number one, <clears throat> drink more water. Getting enough plain filtered water is essential for good health. You hear me talk about this all the time, <laughs> if you listen to me. Um, and it can be surprisingly helpful for moderating appetite and quelling cravings for off-plan foods. Because oftentimes what we feel as hunger signals are actually thirst signals. So when you start thinking about food, especially off-plan food, have a glass of water with electrolytes first. How much water is enough? Check out my infographic and uh, in my store, Dr. Emily's store at dremilyfranklin.com slash store dash two, <laughs> um, there's an infographic there on how much water to drink. <clears throat> and that will give you the answer to this important question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next up is don't get hungry. This is super important for success. Before venturing out into any environment where you might encounter, might encounter off-plan foods. And in other words, pretty much everywhere you go, eat something healthy and satisfying beforehand. Ideally, something that contains quality protein and healthy fat for satiety. In this instance, hunger is your enemy. Your body is programmed for survival. And hunger can easily override all your best intentions and plans. Don't let it. Always eat before you leave home and also be sure to always have some healthy options on hand with you no matter where you're going. Such as, here's one of my lists, you know me, I love my lists. <laughs> Jerky, olives, macadamia nuts, macadamia nut butter, walnuts, ideally soaked ahead of time, cooked bacon strips, coconut chips unsweetened, dark chocolate, ideally very low carb, Pemmican, a can of pull tab seafood and a fork, an avocado and a spoon, pork rinds, high in protein, collagen powder, you can add this to beverages, the protein is very satisfying, a mug and ready-made bone broth, you can buy bone broth in aseptic boxes, you know the uh, containers that are on the shelf that don't need refrigeration, um, and those you can keep out of the fridge until you open them. So just, you know, like throw one in your car and have it around. And a mug too is helpful. Um, or 
a mug and bone broth powder if you'll have access to hot water to add to it. Cheese, if you're doing dairy. Low-carb, grain-free granola, such as granola, or um, Costco has a, a keto granola that's, that's really good. Um, or Kind Bar Minis. These are itty-bitty little kind bars. These aren't ideal, but, you know, this is all about progress, not perfection. Uh, with the Kind Bar Minis, choose the ones that are 3 grams of carbs per bar or less. And then if you can take a small cooler with you, then you've got a few additional options. Hard-boiled eggs, cold cuts, ham, turkey, chicken slices, uh, guacamole and veggies for dipping, um, like celery or jicama sticks, or uh, slices of mild turnip or radish, for instance, are really good, um, or fat bombs. And I'm not a big advocate of fat bombs in general, but in this case, they can be very helpful as a quick boost to keep you on track. Next up is eat more protein. Our need for protein is generally much higher than we might think, especially as we age. And it is very satisfying, filling. So focusing on protein foods, good quality protein, always, but especially for the holidays, is a great strategy for success in minimizing damaging high-carb foods. As a rule, protein need is based on your size and your activity level rather than being a percentage of your total calories. And so you want to aim for 6 grams of protein per pound of body weight if you are sedentary, meaning little to no daily exercise, 7 grams of protein per pound of body weight if you are somewhat active, so that's like 15 to 60 minutes of mild to moderate exercise daily, and 8 grams of protein per pound of body weight if you are very active. That's 60 plus minutes of mild to moderate exercise daily and or any amount of strenuous exercise weekly, such as weightlifting, running, climbing, mountain biking, high intensity interval training, Tabata, etc. So as an example, if you weigh 150 pounds and you do 30 minutes of walking or yoga or leisurely bicycling or similar most days, then you should be having around 105 grams of protein per day. But what does that look like on your plate? Animal proteins tend to average around 7 grams of carbs per ounce. 6 to 8 is the, the, the range typically. So for our example above, 105 grams of protein would be roughly 15 ounces of animal protein per day, which you want to have ideally split between two or three meals. So for instance, black coffee with a scoop of collagen powder, 9 grams of protein, 3 large eggs, 21 grams of protein, 4 strips of bacon, 24 grams of protein, a cup of bone broth with 1 scoop of collagen powder, 19 grams of protein, and a 4-ounce tilapia fillet, 30 grams. So that's 103 grams for the day. And then, of course, there's nominal protein in vegetables, so if you're having some veggies, uh, you'll you know, get that those extra two grams, but it doesn't have to be precise. It'll average out over time. Now, something important to note is that most plant proteins, meaning legumes and grains, convert in our bodies into usable protein at a, at a rate of 20 to 80% versus 98 to 100% for animal proteins. 
So you'll need to consume 20 to 50% more plant proteins than the above examples to fulfill your protein needs. Next is eat more nutrient-dense, fiber-rich foods. The nutrients and the fiber in foods help us feel more full, de decreasing the quantity of food needed for satiety. Nutrients and fiber have lots of other benefits too. Nutrients improve bodily functions, increase energy, and boost immunity. Fiber helps clear toxins from our bodies and helps balance our hormones. All of these benefits mean that eating more nutritious and more fibrous foods is great for your overall health, although avoid fibrous foods if they cause you digestive distress, like if you have IBS or Crohn's. Um, but the, if, the, if you're okay with them, then the nutritious and fibrous foods can also be very helpful for filling you up with good stuff while simultaneously minimizing your appetite and thus your desire for carby treats. And the, the hormone balancing and the detoxifying also help reduce your carb cravings because carb cravings often come from stress on the body by uh, toxins or by hormone imbalances. Oh, side note there. So the most nutrient-dense, low-carb vegetables are your best bets for this. And you can check out my post, the top 20 clean keto superfoods, to see uh, some examples. And also my infographic, beautiful brassicas. Both of those are on my website. And the link is in the companion article. And for additional tips on improving your nutrient intake to help stave off carb cravings, check out my post five easy ways to boost your nutrition because carb cravings often come from our bodies need more nutrients or they need more calories. They need more energy and they'll go to what's easiest, right? I mean, that's just nature. <laughs> we just bit the path of least resistance, right? So if you fill your tank with good nutritious food, then you're much less likely to have carb cravings or to be overcome by them. Next up is eat more healthy fats. A reasonable amount of healthy fats can help a lot with curbing carb cravings because healthy fats help fill you up and they help you absorb fat-soluble nutrients, both of which contribute to satiety, which helps not crave carbs. But you do need to be careful with quantity, especially when you are also eating carby foods because carbs plus fat equals increased body fat. This is particularly true if you easily put on excess body fat because too much dietary fat will tend to get stored as more body fat and it will hinder you from burning off excess body fat. So use healthy fats in your cooking and add some to your meals, but be moderate with it unless you're in the very early stages of trying to switch to keto, which I don't recommend doing during holiday season. But what if in spite of all that, and you do all of the above as much as you're able, you're still having carb cravings or indulgences that are sabotaging your efforts to stay on your chosen path, whether it's number one, number two, or number three. Well, then here are some additional tools to help you get back on track when you've started to go off the rails. First, some pre-party support. L-glutamine. 
This is an amino acid that we get from our diets, but not usually enough. And when we are deficient, as many people are, taking L-glutamine as a supplement has a powerful anti-carb craving effect for most people. It also has the added benefit of helping to heal leaky gut, which most of us have to some extent these days, and which exacerbates both carb cravings and food reactivity. And if you have carb cravings, you almost certainly have a glutamine deficiency. The recommended dose for L-glutamine is 500 to 1500 milligrams up to three times a day. So there's a a 5,000 milligram per day uh, max that's recommended. And it's good to spread it out through the day. You can take it as needed for intermittent carb cravings. Most people feel a reduction in cravings within 10 to 30 minutes. Magic. Or if you tend to suffer from carb cravings a lot of the time, then you can take it every day, long term. It's really good for you. There's basically no contraindications (laughs) or almost none. Um, And many people find that once they've taken L-glutamine daily for a couple months, their carb cravings diminish considerably and often go away completely. Second thing is white kidney bean extract. Now this is a using case of emergencies type of supplement. What white kidney bean extract does is it blocks the digestion and absorption of carbohydrates. So if you just know that you are about to go into a situation where you're where you are going to eat all the carbs, there's just no stopping you. Aunt Matilda's work is going to be not stop. You can't have any. You know that thing. I don't know the name for actually we have our name is Matilda. Uh, so if that's what's happening, right, you're going to go into this party and there's this going to be this dessert there that you just love and you, you're going to have some, well, then you can take white kidney bean extract beforehand and we'll keep from those carbs. will mostly run through the dish. However, as you mentioned, this comes with consequences. White kidney bean extract can cause gas, bloating, cramping, painful cramping, and diarrhea, to name the most common side effects. There's several other, also uh, uh, less common potential side effects. So just know that if you decide to take it, you might be in for some discomfort for up to several hours afterwards. So use it very judiciously and only very occasionally. Now we've got some post-feast remedies. If you end up having an unplanned carb feast and you want to mitigate some of the damage after the fact, you have some options. Here are my two favorites. Kang Ning Wan. This is a classic Chinese herbal formula, which is fabulous for settling the digestion and quelling adverse reactions to foods, which includes eating too many carbs and then having more carb cravings as a result. And for many, it also has the added benefit of keeping carb cravings away for hours or even days afterwards. This formula can be taken on a regular basis as a digestive tonic, which is great if you tend to have a lot of food reactivity, and it can also be used to calm adverse reactions when taken within a few hours after consuming something less than ideal. The recommended dose is typically two to four tablets at a time, up to three times per day. Make sure to source this and all Chinese herbs carefully since many are contaminated with heavy metals and other toxins. 
since most of them come from Asia these days. For this reason, I only use Blue Poppy since they test every batch of their herbs for impurities. And then we have charcoal. If you have something really unhealthy and you are ready to wipe your system totally clean as a result, then charcoal is the perfect choice. Charcoal is used in hospitals to treat poisoning as it is very effective at adsorbing toxins and removing them from the body. However, it also has consequences. Namely, it cleans up everything in your system, not just the bad stuff. So any other foods and their nutrients that you consumed recently and any medications or supplements too will be erased along with electrolytes and minerals and all kinds of things. And charcoal causes constipation for a lot of people. And then when you do poop again afterwards, your poop will likely be black. Don't be alarmed. It's just the charcoal. Charcoal is black. Makes your poo black. You're not bleeding internally. Given these consequences, like with white kidney bean extract, use charcoal judiciously and only very occasionally. Summing up. Okay, so now you've got your tools for handling the holidays. You're going to set your intentions and choose your path, one, two, or three, and then plan ahead for navigating your way on that path through the holiday season. You've got your tips and tricks for staying on track. That's drink more water with electrolytes, filtered water. Don't get hungry. Eat more protein. Eat more nutrient-dense, fiber-rich foods. And eat more healthy fat in moderation. And you've got your guardrails for staying on track if you're feeling like you're about to go off plan. That's L-glutamine and white kidney bean extract. And then there are your helpers for getting back on track if you've started to go into the carb wilderness. And that's Kung Ning Wan and charcoal. So now I want you to message me. I would love to hear what your plans are for successful navigation through the holidays. Which path are you gonna take? One, two, or three? Which tips for staying on track sound like they'll work the best for you? Do you have any other tricks up your sleeve that have worked for you? that you'd like to share with others on this path? Tell me all via Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Emily Franklin or in the comments section below the companion article to this podcast at dremilyfranklin.com slash blog. And until next time, eat well, be well, and enjoy.